Hello, and welcome to the Game Quad. My name is Jason. My name is Chris. And we're back for like a week in a row. Oh my my goodness. You guys thought you'd have to wait till 2013 to hear from us, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) But we're back, and uh, I'm excited because we're talking about a really good game today, aren't we, Chris? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. But before we tell you what game that is, how was your week this week, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Eventful, to say the least. Eventful. I may cough several times throughout this. Seriously, we have... We have so <laughs> two out of three episodes that I'm sick. in. I'm sick. He's sick. Seriously. I'm actually just getting over a really nasty chest cold, and I've still got a bunch of the stuff stuck in my lungs. So I may hack it up every now and again, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, me. I mean, uh, this week hasn't been all that great. You know, I had some family troubles and stuff, but I don't need to bug you all with those. We're here to record, and we're ready, willing, and disabled. All right. <laughs> but, Very disabled. So uh, we have a little bit of news for you. And, Chris, why don't you tell us about that? Well, the news that I've got actually pertains to the game. Oh, game? What? Wait, what game? The game oh, that we're reviewing today. Oh, the game we're reviewing. I was going to save it till after the news, but since we're talking about this, we might as well introduce it now, huh? Yeah, Okay. probably a good idea. This week, we're talking about my personal, I believe, third favorite game of all time. Third or fourth. I think fourth favorite game of all time. And that is Fallout 3. American way of life. Isn't it grand? Peace, freedom, and bacon and eggs. Seems perfect. But what if it's not? Friends, your future may not be as secure as you think. Where will you be when the atomic bombs fall? You can secure your family's future by reserving a spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault from vault That's right, Bob. Act now, and your family can wait out the horrors of nuclear devastation. And Doris, the vault will have all the amenities of your modern-day home. And it's attractive. And Sally, in the vault, you might meet that special someone, just as you would on the surface. And in a few short years, you and your fellow vault dwellers will repopulate our great country. And Billy, you'll have lots of swell kids to play with. Reserve your family spot in a state-of-the-art underground vault today. Sign up now and prepare for the future. I love those dear hearts and gentle people who live in my hometown. Because those dear hearts and gentle people will never ever let you down. I'm not going to be 
Yes, Fallout 3. And what news from the Fallout universe do you have for us, Chris? Well, as a lot of people know, Interplay were basically the first guys to make Fallout with the help of Bethesda. Mm -hmm. Well, recently, Bethesda kind of wanted all the rights to produce the MMO that they announced. And so they took Interplay to court. Yep. And guess who won? Bethesda. <laughs> well, so now Bethesda owns all of the rights to um, the basically the Fallout series. Fallout they own Universal. everything. Um, I believe Interplay gets to be able to sell, you know, the Fallout's one, two, and Tactics up until sometime in 2013. Twenty uh, end of 2013, they can sell <clears throat> Fallout one, two, and Fallout Tactics: Brotherhood of Steel because they were the original ones who did that until. December, thir December 31st, 2013. And then all of those rights also get transferred over to Bethesda. Which is kind of understandable. I mean, you think about the last two Fallout games that Bethesda has done, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, they've both been received amazingly. Yeah, I mean, very well, very exactly. well. Um, Although, personally, to me, New Vegas felt like it should have been an add-on to Fallout 3. Well, that, well, that's what I think everyone thinks. I mean, I have Fallout New Vegas. I played it for a few hours, and I haven't got into it yet i plan on but fallout 3 is where i'm sticking at right now yeah and that's why we decided to discuss this game right now. <laughs> exactly but, uh, and then on the other bit of news uh the last podcast we did we mentioned that anonymous came out with an attack oh, against sony yeah this is ridiculous well sony got scared yep so did Microsoft and Nintendo. Nintendo. So Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo had their names pulled from the list of supporters for, um, <laughs> for the bill. But the main conglomerate thing—I forget the name of it off the top of my head right now. It'll probably come back to me later in the podcast, and I'll just shout it out. Shout it out does. randomly. But um, the main like entertainment group that they're part of is still on the list for backing. So we don't know what Anonymous is going to do about that. But their names specifically were taken off the list mm -hmm. because they pulled their backing. So. Well, you could definitely tell they're 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 they, scared. They, they feel threatened by anonymous. I mean, they are scared. After uh, a message we heard that we talked about last week, yeah, I would be a little freaked out too if they can hack all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, no kidding, no kidding. But uh, yeah, well, on a lighter note, <laughs> why don't we talk about um, post-apocalyptic wastelands, huh? That sounds like a good idea to me, you know. Fallout 3. Fallout 3 was released in 2008, um, in October of 2008. I believe it was October 27th, around that time or so, I from memory. So. Um, uh, it was uh, released by Bethesda, who are known for the their Elder Scrolls games, which yeah. uh, most recent, uh, Chris, Chris's favorite game of all time, apparently. Yeah, I yeah, give him yeah. a little crap on that, because personally, on my opinion... I bet Fallout, uh, Fallout, Skyrim. <laughs> That's a good game, I bet. Um, I feel Skyrim is probably a very good game. I haven't tried it yet. But personally, my beliefs, I would think, I would for my favorite game of all time, I would have to see if it stands the test of time. I, I already know this one's going to stand the test of time. That's I the mean, thing. And I'm not going to argue because a lot of people do think Skyrim is amazing. So yeah. I'm in the, obviously other end of the spectrum when it comes to this but you know that's just my feelings yeah. on it. but when it comes to huge open world rpgs mm -hmm. bethesda knows bethesda what definitely they're does doing. know what they're doing they know what's up with those and seriously i waited about a year to try fallout 3 just because 
I heard it was an RPG, and RPGs are good. I just have to be in the right mood for them. And I was like, that's all it is. I bet it's just turn-based, and that's all <laughs> all it is. And then I got it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is amazing. Yeah, the, let me tell you. First time I ever played Fallout 3 was in my buddy's basement with a broken surround sound set. <laughs> but he has a huge, you know, 1080p freaking just giant flat screen TV. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, when that thing came out, that was like the epitome of graphics. Oh yeah, it, and we sat down and we played it for hours, and it was it blew us away. Well, it I mean, really did. the environments still look good. Yeah. I, I admit that I'm the only main issue graphical wise with Fallout, and really with Bethesda's games all around. Um, are I haven't seen uh, much of Skyrim, but their character models are a little stiff. And that's they really fixed that with. Did they? With in my opinion, they fixed that. With well, because I played Oblivion and I even played Fallout New Vegas, which is a 2010 game, right. and the character models they look good. It's just they're stiff and they don't have much emotion, except in the voice talent, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. other than that, it's a gorgeous game. Especially, I mean, you. I don't think I've ever thought I'd say the the phrase a post apocalyptic uh, wasteland looked beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, I've got it. When I had it, I don't have it anymore. I lost uh, the disc and can't play it anymore. Smooth. But I had it on the PC, and let me tell you, there's some pretty good mods out there. But my, I think the fa- my favorite one that I came across was a mod that took away the green tint of everything. Oh, really? And when you take away the green tint, the environment looks even better. Does it? It looks amazing. It took away the green shade for so I don't know how or why, but you know, when I got it, it looked good. Mm-hmm. It really did. I mean, the downside to it was it made the nights darker mm-hmm. because it took away that green tint, which kind of also gave off some weird ambient light. Yeah, to I hear it. You. and that's yeah, I noticed that. But, you know, it looked really good. And then there's people out there who are modding it to where you could get, you know, really freaky weapons. Or you could go and, like, find these castles built out of cars in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) You know? But I think overall I liked the game. (laughs) Um, Well, some of you may be asking, Fallout 3, what about 1 and 2? (laughs) (laughs) The Fallout series, um, I have a little history lesson here for you. Sit down, kids. Um, began in uh, 1997 with the original game, just t- entitled uh, Fallout, a post-apocalyptic uh, nuclear wasteland RPG or something like that. That's what it was called. Um, it was really, I, um, I've seen it played. Uh, I've never personally played it myself. Uh, it, I did. It Personally with me, it doesn't look like something I could really get into nowadays. Maybe back then I could have, but... Tell us how it is. I always found it hard to play. I didn't play much of it, and when I did, it was at my buddy's house because he's the one who had it. Um, But, like, the whole way it was set up was, like, it was kind of a weird out-of-body experience from the player's character because, or at least the way I saw it played was the camera always seemed to be hovering, like, 30 feet above the ground at some weird, like, 20 degree angle yeah i've seen it do that i've seen it do that yeah that's how i've seen it played to me it got really confusing really fast because half the time i couldn't tell what was my character and what was the other characters Mm -hmm. and i couldn't tell you know half the some of the time i couldn't even tell if 
that was a tree moving or my character moving and sometimes well, it was a tree well moving. it's 1997 you can't yeah. you can't really fault that yeah. although there was one specific scene i can't remember if it was in fallout one or two that always got me laughing you came across this bridge oh you told me about this and the bridge keeper uh basically pulled a monty python on you <laughs> And he asked you, what was your name? What, what was your quest? What was your quest? <laughs> and half the time it was, what is your favorite color? That is so cool. And it gave you the option of, like, blue. Wait, no. Or at least in my game it did. <laughs> Every awesome. time you answered the question wrong, instead of getting cast into the abyss, your character would just, like, melt. That's cool. And then when you got all three of them right, the gatekeeper wouldn't, or the bridgekeeper would just, like, melt. That's awesome. And that's, like, all I remember from this game is because it was just so funny, and it reminded me so much of Monty Python. Mm -hmm. That's um, all I remember. Fallout 2 was released the next year in 1998, uh, similar, almost identical to the original Fallout, uh, gameplay and uh, graphic-wise. Um uh, they in the Fallout universe there were other Fallout games, uh, Fallout Tactics, Brotherhood of Steel, and Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Mm -hmm. um, I know Fallout Brotherhood of Steel is on Xbox. I believe I've seen it played before, but I've never played it myself. I never played that. And one. I and I heard I heard the ones on the consoles before Fallout Three weren't very good. That's what I hear from some friends, and I've actually listened to a few podcasts myself and they've said it's not very good but then we wait a few years uh until 2008 and we get fallout 3 and people are just blown out of the water oh yeah i don't think anyone expected this game to be as good as it was out of all of them i still think fallout 3 is the best well yeah i well obviously i've said it before i think it's better than new vegas yeah it's it's really really good i i put at hundreds of hours in this game probably oh I, yeah oh yeah i love this game um why don't we talk a little bit about the story? Uh, the story, are, it's kind of cool. This is the first time I've ever really seen a game that did this. It starts out with um, the birth of your character. It starts out with you kind of coming out type of thing, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where you get to name yourself, figure out your gender. Um, then you go into a baby phase where you figure out what kind of a person you're going to be. Yeah, and then you get to like walk around and pick up all the Pick up all the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden you're like 10 or 11. You're, you're 10, 10. And you get and your, your birthday. And, and you, you get your, get your Pit Boy 3000. And it's like <laughs> the coolest thing ever that you it, get. It's like a computer that you can put on your wrist. And it's like, it, that you carry all around you. It's attached to your wrist and it can, it has your stats on there from that. It's like your um, sub-menu in the game. Uh, select your weapons, your armor, um, all that. Your map. You can warp to different places from there. It's your pocket organizer. I, I, watch I, I, want, I want one. <laughs> I saw a guy on the internet who made one. Yeah. Who yeah. made one. I was like, where can I buy that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, I have a buddy who wants to do a Fallout fan flick, and he's asked me to make one. And See, that'd be so There's cool. a bunch of videos out there. Um, I know that Indie Mogul, mm -hmm. back when they were doing Backyard Effects, they yep. did an episode on how to make one. Mm -hmm. Yep, that, I think that may have been... make it look good. See, that'd be cool. That's cool. But anyway, we're kind of kind of getting off track there. Yeah. He gets his uh, Pip-Boy 3000, which is kind of his um, introduction to be not being a kid but being mm -hmm. a man. And then I he think. gets a sweet roll taken. His sweet roll. I I chose to beat the crap out of the kid, and I thought it was hilarious. I'm just like, I will not take this from you. And I punched him, and he went crying. 
And it was funny. Anywho. <laughs> after that, after you get uh, that, you um, you warp to six years later, you're 16, and you take your GOAT exam, <laughs> which is uh, what it is. It's, uh, it's a test, but in, in this test, it'll decide, like, what, what your future job is. What your future job is. But um, gameplay-wise, it'll say what mechanics you're best at in the game, is whether it be melee, whether it be charisma, or energy weapon proficiency type right. thing. And um, you can change it, whatever you say. You don't. That doesn't have to be it. Actually, there's a way where you don't even have to take the test. You can convince him to say, I'll, do, I'll make it say whatever you want, and just do it from there. And um, you do that, and you get, you get farther in that, and... And, uh, Excuse me, Scott. What a pig! Whatever, dude. <laughs> but anyway, do you want me to tell them? What no, you do sometimes no. <laughs> um, flipping. Uh, then it uh, warps to three years later. You're uh, 19 years old. You get woken up by one of your friends in the vault, and you find out that your father has left. He's left the vault, mm-hmm. which is something you just cannot do. Um, you. You get born in the vault. You die in the vault. No one leaves. No one comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your father, um, voiced magnificently by Liam Neeson. I, I when I first played it, yeah, I literally you can ask my family. I went into my room. I put it in my computer, installed it. And I was playing it like, you know, it took a while to install because it's a huge game. It is. It's a huge. It's game. a huge game. And my computer is not the greatest, but it's not horrible either. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, my mom hears me scream, Oh my god, my dad is Qui-Gon Jinn! <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> see, that's what's funny, is that we see him as Qui-Gon Jinn, but he's been in stuff like Schindler's List, and now he did um that movie a few years ago, Taken. Yeah. He's a really good actor. And, he's, like, the, and he's the new... Uh, um, Zeus in uh, yeah, Clash of the Zeus Titans, and, Clash and, of the Titans. Of, and the Wrath of the Titans that's coming out. He's... Um, He's a really good actor, flipping Hannibal Smith in the A yeah, team. But we think of he's Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> um, but yeah, you find out that your father has left, and uh, the guards of the vault are coming to kill you or uh, torture you to find out what you know and possibly kill you. So you have to get out. You are to follow your vault, your um, your dad outside of the vault. You're going to find him, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And you get out of the vault, and this is the first time you've ever been outside, and you see the post-apocalyptic wasteland of the capital it's called the capital wasteland of uh, washington dc and the surrounding area yeah that's where it takes place in and at first i was like well that'd probably be a really small area but yeah. no and then like you go yeah. and you explore the map and it takes you like two hours to get across well if you're to do the if you're to explore everything it'll take you hundreds of hours yeah but the cool thing is i thought it was just like washington dc and a little bit of outland washington dc only takes up like the bottom right corner of the map yeah and that is washington dc and then there's all these surrounding areas and it's huge and that's pretty much the premise of the game we're not gonna give spoilers on what happens uh whether you find your dad or not but let me just say the story is really really good like i really do love it it really was and it throws you on a few uh loops during the story it does depending on what you do what you do if whether you're good or bad this isn't a spoiler because I think a lot of people knew it even before I played it. You know, uh, know it. You have you if you decide to go on the evil path and you have good explosive uh, weapon proficiency, you can blow up a nearby town when you get out of Megaton with a nuclear bomb. And let me tell you this: I've I did three different things with this. The first time I ever played through, I saved the town and I got the house in Megaton. 
because you get a house mm -hmm. when you save it. Mm -hmm. The second time through, I blew it up in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And you stand on Tenpenny Tower, and you're just way far away, and you watch it go off, and it's like, ooh, this is really cool. Then when the you... reason I did it yeah. is because I didn't... <laughs> My reasoning is really drastic for what actually I should have done. Mm -hmm. I should have just walked into Moria's store and just blown her face in. Because Moria's store, yeah. I hate Moria so bad, but I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to blow up Megaton. Lovely. I come to find out Moria is the only one that survives. Oh, yeah, seriously. She comes back. I as a... was so angry. Yeah, she comes back. That's messed up. Um, first time I ever destroyed it, it was because I, I think the first time I played it, I wasn't playing on good or evil. I was just playing on which would be easier at the time type mm -hmm. thing. I blew it up just because I really, I heard mm -hmm. this. And I really wanted to see it. Now, and I, I did it I did it at night. Yeah. And when you see it at night. That's the third time I ever that's did the third it. Time, that's but... what I was thinking of going to. I did it at night from Tenpenny Tower yeah. on a high on a huge high def TV. Mm -hmm. I bet that looked amazing. Oh, dude, that was so cool. Um, and but, then I shot Mr. Burke and killed Mr. Roger yeah. Tenpenny. Or whatever. See, Mr. Burke, that's actually what I was going to go to. And I dropped here's Tenpenny's body off the tower. Here's something interesting in the the Japanese version of Fallout Three, the Mr. Burke character has been taken out of it. So you, in the Japanese version of Fallout 3, you cannot destroy the town with a nuke. Mm, and I guess gee, we can all I wonder why. <laughs> I guess we can all kind of see. And I, I kind of underst I understand because <laughs> truly, uh, I mean, they—that's a country obviously that's had uh, a fallout devastation. before. Yeah, exactly. Twice, actually, with the yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's obviously something they take re rather it's like, seriously. It's just like the no Russian version of. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, exactly. They you take can't the no Russian the, level. The no the Russian, Russian level. Copy. Exactly. And he, and the thing is, we can obviously understand. And it, like in America, I don't believe anything is gonna get taken out of a game. Right. I mean, we have uh, we're really big on freedom of speech and uh, freedom of showing all this stuff. That it's, I don't think. And it's like they offer censored. you the disclaimer at the beginning, or at least of the Modern Warfare's and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, in this one, it's, yeah. you know, in Fallout, I can believe why they took yeah. it. Yeah, and that, and, um, I know that the, you get a gun in Fallout 3, the, uh, the Fat Man, <laughs> Fat Man and the Mini Nukes, actually in the Japanese version, that, the name of that gun, I believe it was, that they just changed the name of it, because Fat Man is obviously named, uh, bomb that they drop on as a Hiroshima. Mm -hmm. I believe it was one of them. It was Fat Boy and uh, Little. Oh, what was it? Fat Boy and Fat Man and Little Boy or something like that. I think. So. I my something my like history. I I love history, but my my mind's a little out of there now. And I ju you just heard my iPhone, <laughs> but I have it so open. You're about to hear me cough. <laughs> <laughs> but I have it open because we have notes on there. Sorry. Yes, he's dying from. Mm. Uh, I believe he's uh, about to turn into a ghoul character. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, that's the story. Um, you uh, are just looking for your dad in the post-apocalyptic uh, wasteland. Um, let's talk about some of the characters in this. What's really cool, like I said, you get to name your own character and have him be good or bad, which the first time I ever got to do the good or bad thing was on Knights of the Old Republic. So I knew, right. how, that, yeah. I knew how that went. Um, uh, but you're obviously there are tons of other characters. Uh, like... Chris brought up Moira, Moira Brown, Moria, Mor Moria Brown, uh, <laughs> Moira, I, I, oh, Tomato, um, Tomato. But yeah, um, ev I think everyone. 
I think <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Every time somebody says tomato, tomato, I just think Christopher Walken's Saturday Night Live. And Trick or treat. <laughs> good question. I too have a question. Which one of you kids can guess what I've buried under the house? <laughs> Because Frankenstein never scared me. Peanuts in a bag. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry. We Actually, kind of on a random tangent, I actually did name, on my third playthrough, I named my character Christopher Walker. <laughs> and I just did the most random stuff. I, <laughs> He's right. <laughs> I drug a shopping cart to the top of Ten Penny Tower and put it on the railing, and went down and shot a fat man mini-nuke on it. Well, you know. off a side note, just a quick tangent, Christopher Walken has actually been in a video game where he's played a character. Um, it was on an old 90s uh, <laughs> video game called The Ripper, where Christopher Walken played the most over-the-top character who just pop a cigar in his mouth like a little kid. Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who's sorry. Um, but um, Moira... Uh, um, your dad, which I just love the uh, your dad in this game. Uh, like I said, voiced by Liam Neeson, and it's just brilliant. Mm -hmm. Like he's so cool, and some really of this well done. Like it, I just, I always loved his voice. I always have, and having that voice in there is just great. Um, the narrator is mm -hmm. uh, Ron, Perlman, Ron Perlman, Hellboy for all you folks who's uh, done the narration. I believe for all the Fallout games. I, I believe so. so. I think he did. He has. Um, and it's a great, a great voiceover. The whole war, war never changes. And then, obviously, there's Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid 4 where he says, war has changed. I'm like, well, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have two. <laughs> the, one of my um, favorite followers that you can get is Fox. And you, mm -hmm. don't, you don't get him until, like, towards the very end. Oh, I, that's another one. I love but, Fox. Fox was such a funny character. He's so funny. He's stupid, but he's, but he's not he's at not, the same time. The thing is, he's a he's a super mutant, which is a, normally an enemy in the game, but he's been stuck in this room forever, so he's got to read and get really intellectual. Yeah, and he can talk to you in full conversations and stuff, and my favorite thing about him was he'd carry your stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was my personal pack mule. Exactly. And the dude was a beast. He I was. Mean, I, um, I've always... I, What's really cool in Fallout New Vegas, this is one of the things I really did like, they brought back, not a character, but the idea of a super mutant that could think and like um, not be a crazy, crazy beast. There's like a whole colony of them in Fallout New Vegas. Hmm. And one of the characters you get to follow around with you is a super mutant grandma. What? No joke. It, like, she's, she has like a flower hat on and like an apron, and she's a what? super mutant. And she talks to you like you're – she's, like, crazed and, like, you're her grandson. And it's hilarious. Like, I – that alone just makes me really like that part of Fallout New Vegas. It's really out there. And it all started uh, – Now, for, Fox. like, everybody – because, like, I really haven't played through New Vegas. I think mm -hmm. I've maybe played two or three hours worth of it. I mean, yeah. I had – in that time, I had just gotten to New Vegas mm -hmm. for the first time. So, like, I don't really know a lot of that game. Oh yeah, um, obviously I think Fallout Three is a lot better than that. Mm -hmm. um, how about some enemies now? Um, 
some of the enemies that I ended up coming across a lot were the super mutants. I mean, they're everywhere mm-hmm. in that game. They're everywhere. And they're hard, too. Um, and then you could come across, like, the fire ants. I know there's mm-hmm. a um, quest that you could pick up early on in the game where you have to deal, deal with, the, with fire the fire ants. ants. Yeah. Um, I saved that one for later on Exactly. In the my um, the first time I tried it, I died so much that mm-hmm. I got frustrated. Well, you said super mutants. Um, they're the one type. They're the small one well, not yeah. the small ones but the easy ones you get right in the beginning they just have like a hunting rifle then there are the ones that have machine guns then the ones then that the have gatling gun. gun and then there's the super mutant behemoth i is... actually there's se- only seven throughout yeah. the entire uh, game. there's seven or five it's seven. Between, it, is it seven yeah it's seven um because i've killed all seven have you multiple times. are you sure it's seven i it's somewhere sure it's, seven. it's somewhere around there. there's very few in the game that's you have to f- there's you really gotta find there's them. one I mean, there's one during the main quest you have no choice but to fight yeah and that's um, where you first get the fact yeah exactly um yeah you get the i'm where do you pick where do you pick up the fat man you get it in is the it, square outside of the gnr do you? building yeah it's in the plaza like what happens is you, this is kind of a spoiler oh don't, 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 don't spoil it we okay, can't spoil it for people basically it's right in it's front because I remember it's right in front because I think there there may be more than one because I remember I picked up my fat man. Um, you can get it at the um, what's it called the flipping uh, Washington D.C. Uh, the White House the White House building, um, um, and it's <laughs> that weapon. Just let me say it's really really cool. You can shoot mini nukes from it, and it's just <laughs> awesome. The mini nukes were fun for me. Um, what happened? When I found mine, I got it. And then later on in the game, I discovered this note from this family. Mm-hmm. And it started talking about this bunker with a super weapon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I went online because I didn't want to scour the entire wasteland looking for the other, like, five or six notes. So I got them. And you get a weapon called the Experimental Murph. Yeah. The MIRV. And um, it's, it looks like the Fat Man. Mm-hmm. But it shoots a shotgun shell <laughs> spread of eight mini nukes and let me tell you when you're on the pc Mm -hmm. and you can um go into the developer's console and get unlimited ammo Mm -hmm. oh boy is that gun satisfying why don't we talk about um some of the add-ons for fallout 3 yeah i am i have the game of the year edition for the playstation 3 which uh comes with all five dlc add-ons which are uh see if i can name them um mothership zeta point lookout the pit um, Operation Anchorage, and oh, um, what's the other one? What is the other one? Um, oh, Broken Steel, mm-hmm. Broken Steel, and Broken. Um, I'll go through them. Uh, Mothership Zeta is a add-on which um lets you go up into this alien spaceship. Which in the main game you find a crashed alien spaceship randomly in the wasteland. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It comes out. It feels really out there just because. Wow, where did this come from? Yeah, and then, it's just so out of the blue. I remember the first time I ever found it. Like, it picked up the radio signal. You know, I'm playing it at, what, 2.30 in the morning? Mm-hmm. And it freaked me out. Because I started yeah, listening exactly. to it, just wondering what it was. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, there's alien voices. And when I went to bed, that's all I heard. And <laughs> but, um, it freaked me out. But yeah, and, uh, when you get there, you get sucked up in the tractor beam, up in the alien ship. It's... Not bad. What's really cool about it is that if you do go up there, you get some pretty cool energy weapons to use throughout the game, and that's the one cool part about it. Um, that's Mothership Zeta. 
The Pit is another one that sticks out. The Pit is um, that add-on. You get to go to the post-apocalyptic wasteland of uh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. uh, um, Pennsylvania. And um, what it revolves around is that there are these raiders that have taken over the pit, basically, and have slaves. And your job is to go in there, really, and either free the slaves or do your own nefarious means if you're evil type thing. Um, Let's see. That's the pit. Uh, Point Lookout is one where you get to go to a swamp area in Maryland, right, like south of Washington, D.C. And uh, there's some really cool story element there involving a talking brain. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) Um, That's what sticks out to me in some swamp people. That's a cool one. Um, Operation Anchorage is really cool. What it is is you find um, some Brotherhood outcasts from the Brotherhood, Brotherhood of Steel, and you do a simulation where you're back in the past of where the Chinese communists tried to overtake Anchorage, Alaska, and you're there to defend it type thing. And it's it's probably my least favorite, but saying that, it's not that bad. And once you do it, you get some armor that won't deteriorate deteriorate through the whole game and it's really powerful so if you get that armor you're pretty much set for the whole game yeah pretty much and i uh, mean i didn't play much of the add-ons because i'm poor (laughs) so i didn't play much of them but then again that's where mods came in for me Mm -hmm. which are like free game add-ons basically and you could do all sorts of cool stuff like i said earlier is like Mm -hmm. you can build a fortress out of cars and I know um, in my mods that I have on my computer, I have my own private jet that you can go to. Um, There's an underground secret railroad Mm -hmm. that goes across the entire map. I don't know how they did it, but they did. And then you could get, like, weapons. Like, I have a Dragonov sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. And, like, a friggin' M249 saw machine gun Mm -hmm. that I use. And they're super powerful. And then you get... (laughs) My favorite one, um, somebody adapted from Oblivion. Yep. Where you got the stretchy arrow. Yeah. Where if you shot somebody, it would stretch out that body part wherever it hits. And they basically made it into a pistol. And that one was really fun. Mm -hmm. And um, the last add-on was uh, Broken Steel. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, this is the one add-on I got before I got the Game of the Year edition because it lifts your level cap to 30 which is really helpful because normally the level cap is 20. And um, not just that, it gives you more story of what happens after the game. And that's another cool thing about it is that a lot of people who got Fallout 3 complained that once you were done with the game, you, you were, were done, done with the game. And there was you couldn't play after it or anything. Broken Steel fixed that problem. If you had Broken Steel, you could go across the wasteland for as long as you want, leveling up your character to the full max and... Just have fun, type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are the add-ons, and I recommend if you're to get Fallout Three because nowadays it's kind of cheap. You can get the Game of the Year edition just because each of those add-ons are ten dollars on either XLBA or XBLA <laughs> or mm-hmm. or the PSN, so it, it's totally worth it. Um, well, we're wrapping up here. Why don't we mention some of our favorite parts of the game? Um. Some of my favorite parts were Nuke and Megaton, because mm-hmm. that just looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one add-on that I got, and it's one of the mods. For PC players, you can do this. For the system players, I don't think you can. But it basically... The Gek? Have you tried that? 
the Garden of Eden creation kit. The gay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, that's what I was curious about, if you played that or not. That just that was a question I was meaning to ask. I wanted to say it before I got on my right. mind. Right. No, um, there's uh, basically this add-on somebody did, and it basically at the end of it, it teleports you to basically the inside of a store, but it's pitch black, and all of a sudden, all these like super mutants with these freaky like faces, kind of something like out of Dead Space, just mm-hmm. like attack you out of nowhere. That was a lot of fun for me. And then um, getting the Gek... Mm. was fun for me because um, in the game you know things happen yeah things happen no spoilers <laughs> although um, there's this one area that you can come across it's not essential to the game mm-hmm. or at least I don't think it ever was mm-hmm. but it's basically like this living forest and it has a talking oh my, tree that is exactly what I was going to bring up Flipman Harold yeah Harold <laughs> the talking tree oh this thing and uh, it's a place called the Oasis it's kind of hidden up in the northern part of the map but mm-hmm. if you, you'll find a lot of trees and inside there, there's a talking tree who these uh, crazy tree people treat as a god. Yeah. It's and, hilarious. And then he asks you to kill him, and you can light him on fire. Or you can destroy his heart or you, and be I good. Lit a, I did all of that. Oh, like He lit Harold on fire. I lit Harold on fire. I destroyed his heart. I let him live. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've played enough to where I've pretty much done all the options that you have to yeah. do. But, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite parts as well. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Um, Add-on-wise, I really, really do like Point Lookout just because it's such a different type of area from the Capital Wasteland. You're in swamps, and there are these, like, swamp people. And the the story of it is really cool. You have this old ancestor that's been around for a while that's just preserved by his brain. And the brain talks, and it's it's really out there and really really cool. Um, at the end of uh, near the end of the game, I won't spoil it, but there is a giant robot. Oh yeah, Liber- Liberty yeah. Prime. That's pretty darn cool. Now in the PC version of the game, you can actually hack it to where you can use. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, his missile that he uses. That's pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah, but all around, it's it's a great game. Why don't we uh, give our star ratings? Huh? What do you give it? I give it a four and a half. Four and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, mainly because Jason said we were allowed to do half stars. Yeah. I had problems with it. The main one being what he touched on earlier. I'm one of those people that. Once you're done, you're done. That kind of made me angry because it's such a huge world. And obviously, if you don't have the add-ons, that's just what you think. And I would agree that would be a big problem. Yeah, and then, you know, some of the characters really bugged me, like Moira Moira and some of the other side characters. Mm -hmm. And then... Some of the ghoul characters. Yeah, some of the ghoul characters were just jerks, and I hated them. I I immediately killed anybody (laughs) I thought was a jerk. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm done with you. Dead. Mm -hmm. Um... But other than that, I had a good time playing the game. I've sunk a lot of hours into that game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it gets a four and a half from me. Um, on my side of the rating, I give it a full five stars. It's uh, on my top five favorite games of all time. I love it. I will give this disclaimer, though. I give five stars to the Game of the Year edition, not the original unaltered no add-ons edition. Because I do love the original edition, but the add-ons just give it that little extra half star that bumps it into masterpiece status I, I i do love this game um the problem i would have with it is it does get pretty glitchy it can yeah. get glitchy especially i'm gonna give this warning if you're playing the pit that thing glitches out a lot and even that was one of the things developers said they loved the 
add-on, but it glitched a lot. Um, I would be using a weapon you found in there, and you go to use it, and then it disappears. And then you stop using it, and it's back. You use it, and it disappears. <laughs> and it's weird. And um, I've had a character uh, fall through the ground, come up on the top of a... You're in this area where you're picking up these still ingots, and uh, you fall through the floor, you come on, come out on the tallest space, and your head and your feet are reversed like your, <laughs> your legs are on top and your like head and body are down below That's and really it was weird. yeah it was weird and it happened on the ps3 version which is just because i maybe something like that would happen on a mod if you had like a mod on like a computer but not yeah. on the ps3 it was weird but um no it's five stars i love it um it's one of my favorites uh great all-around game and uh i think uh quite a worthy one to come back into right yeah yeah for sure <laughs> for sure um well i think uh that's about all we have to say if you haven't played fallout 3 go buy it it's cheap now i got the game of the year edition for 25 dollars. yeah and that was a year ago so i bet it's even cheaper now um is there anything else you have to say chris not really although i have had characters just random all out of the sky it started raining dead bodies once on me and that was really weird like i said it does glitch out a bit um <laughs> And if uh, there's nothing else, I guess uh, we can head out now. Uh, my name is Jason. And my name is Chris. Uh, you guys have a good one. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Test, test, mic, test, hello.